Hey, y'all, and welcome to Geek Freaks. I am Frank, and I'm with Jonathan. Hey, hey, y'all. And uh, we're back from vacation. Mm-hmm. All right, so we got to kind of knock some dust off. Get back into the rhythm. During vacation, we had our top five uh, TV moments and video games and movies. People have been giving us our opinions on that. We really appreciate that interaction on Twitter. Check us out on Twitter, guys. It's uh, it's pretty good. There's Instagram, too. I'm trying my hardest on Instagram. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's not easy. So we're catching up on some news over the last few weeks. There wasn't a lot because everybody takes Christmas break off, including, you know, Microsoft. Um, so we're going to be catching up on some things. And then we're going to split this over two episodes because we we're also going to be talking about the things to look forward to in 2020. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of movies, good year for games. So we got a lot of stuff coming up. Okay, so let's go ahead and get into it, guys. We're going to start off with some of your free games that you guys can get right now. We like to share the free games. We do that on our YouTube channel as well. Uh, so let's first talk about Game Pass. We have some games that are added to Game Pass. They are stepping it up like crazy over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Game Pass, if you guys don't know, is a subscription service through Microsoft where you can play games on your Xbox and your PC. The newest one added just a couple days ago, Grand Theft Auto V and all the DLCs, mm-hmm. which there's heists, there's casino heists, there's stuff like that. There's all kinds of like FBI work and stuff like that you can do. How much is that? Is that free on Game Pass right now or no? Yeah. So Game Pass, you spend 20 bucks. No, not 20 bucks. It's like, it's like 10 eight, bucks. Yeah. Eight or $10 a month, right? Something like that. I don't know. I pay. I do the dollar every three months and then redo it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cheating the system, y'all. Uh, but yeah. And then you get Grand Theft Auto Five, which is hours, hours of gameplay. Yeah. I love it. That is probably my most, I think so, the most campaign, like most returned game to just play the campaign again. Yeah. That's which, crazy. You know, that's pretty crazy. Untitled Goose Game was added. My friend Pedro, which I tried that out just because I was like, okay, I've got to play this game. And it's it's a really cool looking shooter. Uh, Darksiders 3, Ori and the Will of the Wisp, and The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, which will come up later on too. Mm. But that's on there as well. Nice. Uh, guys, check those out. That's Game Pass. Epic Game Store this week, they added Darksiders 1 and 2. So you can get that. You can play 1 and 2 on Epic Games for completely free. Then pick up 3 on Game Pass Continue. They also put out Steep, which is a snowboarding game. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Epic Game Store, they do a free game every Thursday. This over this over the Christmas break, though, they put like one every day. Nice. And so got to fill up my library a little bit more. It's pretty good. Okay, now revisiting Witcher 3. John, did you have a chance to watch Witcher the series? I think I watched one and a half episodes, but I didn't I didn't get very far in it. Yeah. So far with with the one and a half episodes, how are you liking that? It looks really cool. Like I I wanna I wanna watch the whole whole season. Yeah. Uh it's definitely interesting. I just just from the trailer, the visual effects looked really good. So it really looked like they put some money into it. So um, I think this is them trying to compete with uh, Game of Thrones and yeah. the high budget HBO shows. Well, we did a review for it. I didn't end up post- publishing the review because it kind of came out a little rough. And so I was like, oh, you know, I don't want to put this out. But um, it what we basically boiled down to is it feels a lot like a Xena or Hercules. Mm-hmm. Remember those old those old Hercules? Yeah. Uh, kind of feels like those. I, to me, it was a lot of fun. There's a song that I can't get stuck, I can't get out of my head called "Toss a Coin to Your Witcher," that I've put now. I made a playlist evolving because of that song. I was like, I need a playlist with a song in it. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was really good. Now, because of the popularity of the Netflix show, which has been outperforming like Mandalorian and stuff like that, which is pretty nuts. Uh, Witcher Three, the video game, which came out in 2015, mm-hmm. is now on the rise. Yeah, which is pretty crazy. It had when it first launched in 2015 had 92,000 players. Which is a very good showing for a video game, yeah. right? Now, in the last month or so, ever since the thing came out, new series came out, it has been even outperforming then, okay? With a peak of 102,000 players. That's crazy. And on, on average, 92,000, sometimes 95,000 bouncing up and down as like the average of the mm-hmm. last seven days. So that's like, 
The last seven days. That's like three weeks after Netflix's, or four weeks even after Netflix's show. And what you're saying is that the the game producers didn't re-release the game in a special no. edition or nothing. It was sitting on Walmart shelves. They're like back Steam aisle is the because big one, it's yeah. four years old now. And yeah, and Steam and yeah. people are just going out and finding it because they're interested in the show. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, and for the last few weeks, there has been big sales on Steam and GOG, mm. which is a um, good old games mm. uh, website. So. On Steam, there is no sale right now, but you can pick it up for 50 bucks. That's what everybody, else, most people are playing it on. But on Good Old Games, guys, until the 5th, which I'm releasing this. I might release it early so that this counts. <laughs> so everybody can get in on it. Um, but you can get, no, nah, I won't be able to. Anyways, but it is 77% off. Mm. Normally, and what it is, you get entire Witcher everything. So normally $120 value, you get it for $27. That's on the 5th. But yeah, so this is getting peaked because of a combination of it's introduced us to the Witcher world, mm -hmm. which really opened up a ton of questions. What are the Witchers? Why were they destroyed? All this stuff like that, that kind of, because the show picks up like after a little bit of the storyline. And uh, and so we have so much to catch up on. And there are people are wanting to return to the world and kind of answer some of these questions. Not only is the Witcher game performing very well, but the first Witcher book is a bestseller right now, which mm -hmm. came out a long time ago. That's crazy. Yeah. And it's what the, the, um, series is based off of and the book the, the games are based off the books mm -hmm. i ordered the books but i gotta read flashpoint and like that first so that's that's on the list i think it would have been smart for them to kind of plan i mean of course people of course if your show does good maybe they don't want to sink extra cost into it but if your show does good your other products are going to do at least a little bit better so if they had a special edition uh, that was ready to release, maybe they're waiting to see these results. Uh, yeah, but I maybe think so. hopefully soon then they'll have like a special edition version of the game comes out with new you know add-ons and stuff. Well, and it's not like they're tied together. You know, what I'm saying it's not like Netflix owns any of the game oh, or vice versa. Oh, I see, I see. They just bought the rights to the story. Yeah. But I definitely think that season two, when season two comes out, Steam and stuff like that will make sure there's a sale. Yeah. And there will probably be some sort of like DLC that you can get. Yeah. If they're not already going to have Witcher Four ready mm -hmm. by then. All right, and that was from Andy Chalk. I got a lot of information from Andy Chalk from PCGamer.com. Uh, check them out. They're a really good resource. I like them. Next up, Deadpool 3 is in production. Yeah, I'm so excited. You're not a Deadpool I, fan. I'm not. I can't. I don't know what... At the biggest part that <laughs> just kills it for me, it's it's unnecessarily vulgar and edgy, and a lot of people love that. That's cool. I don't care for it, but whatever. Mm -hmm. It should be... I don't like stupid for the sake of being stupid kind of right, stuff. Right, right, yeah. But the breaking the fourth wall ruins movies for me. I hate yeah. how he does that all the time. It's just like it's part of the movie. But I mean, the only time it, it was uh, acceptable was Malcolm in the Middle. Other than that, oh my god, that's too much. You yeah. picked like the worst example. <laughs> I know, but that's what it feels like. It feels yeah. like Malcolm Middle when they stop the show and then he talks to the camera for a minute. Whenever he does that in the movie, it's just my like, family's oh my God. crazy. <laughs> this is so cheap. Yeah. Now I want to see Frankie Muniz on the next Deadpool. <laughs> right. <laughs> That'd be He'll hilarious. Play a villain. That'd be tight. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I like Deadpool, I, and I like the fact that he d breaks the fourth wall because it's something that's not common. Yeah. That only happens here and there. But he, he does that in the movies because that was a big part of the comic books, right? Right, yes, yes, yes. And the game, actually. The game, too, he breaks mm. the fourth wall. It's pretty cool. Mm. Uh, but yeah, Deadpool 3 is in production. Ryan Reynolds told a uh, host of Live uh, with uh, Kelly and Ryan, so that's Kelly Ripa and Ryan Seacrest, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, she told them that, they told him that it is in production uh, at Marvel Studios. Mm -hmm. All right, this is a quote from him. We're working on it right now with the whole team. Uh, let's see. Uh, we're over at Marvel now, which is like the big leagues all of a sudden. It's kind of crazy. So to give you an idea of what we're working with here out of the Deadpool budgets, okay, because that's that's kind of the big thing here. Both Deadpool movies together made about $1.5 billion. Mm -hmm. Freaking billion. Man. Okay. Deadpool 1 came out in 2016 in February. 
which is nuts that it came out in February. That's already like, we don't care about this movie. Yeah. February is not the time you release a hero yeah, movie at summer all. Mo- summer movies, the, the time. So the first one cost $60 million to make. That's dirt cheap for a superhero movie and made them $782 million globally. Deadpool 2 cost them $110 million to make. And then uh, uh, they made $761 million globally. I think that's pretty interesting because I think the Deadpool, the first Deadpool is better than the second Deadpool. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I didn't I actually didn't I watch the not, second one. So. Oh, you didn't watch the second one? No, oh, okay. I, I didn't care for the first one enough to watch the second one. The second one was definitely good, but, um, yeah, but personally. Se- yeah. Sequels are usually not as good as the first movie anyways. Mm-hmm. I think it sold a lot because people liked the first one. Well, yeah. But it's it averaged out because you spent a lot less on the first one as well. Well, so. that, that's what I find interesting is the first one, I, I'm wondering if the increased budget was worth it because... We definitely have more special effects in the second one. The uh, your setting was a lot wider. Like famously, the Deadpool, the first Deadpool movie, a lot of it was a, such a small setting because they couldn't afford a much bigger setting. Yeah. The second movie had a bigger setting, and to me, I feel like we lost something in that. I think we lost something have letting them have more money, letting them use, you know, mm. they big battles and and all these different locations. Yeah. You know, I kind of I think a smaller one would be better. Now we have Disney powering up Deadpool three. The budget's probably going to be. Well, 160 million 180 million who knows yeah. how will that affect deadpool what do you think so the way the way you're talking about it kind of makes me think about how like we were just saying the comic book had where he breaks the fourth wall and yeah. they carry that over into the movies maybe that is another aspect that should be sustained within his character is that he's low budget he's an indie film kind of movie oh that'd be fun yeah. not necessarily yeah it shouldn't be a you know disney budgeted movie Keep him at sixty thousand. Try to make the same movie at sixty thousand and joke about how you know props are falling off the shelves in, in their yeah. warehouse kind of thing. I would thing. Like, like that. I would yeah. like that a lot. Yeah, that'd be kind of. He's breaking the fourth wall already. Might as well joke about how limited their budget. <laughs> he's got like is. a foam sword in one of the scenes. Like, don't look at this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Joke about how he, he had to fight to get the third movie made to get budgeted yeah. and stuff like that. Kind of. I think that would be a better use of the the interaction with the audience. Yeah, and and I wonder if I think what's really going to happen though. Is Disney's gonna be like, look, here's all the money in the world. There's gonna be Disney said they're gonna keep it rated R, which is nice. Yeah. So I'm gonna assume that that's not an issue. Which mm-hmm. it seems crazy that Disney's gonna let Deadpool do Deadpool's things yeah. under their banner. Maybe they'll bring back Dutch Tone or something like that for them. We don't know. But budget with a budget, I have a feeling that they're going to really force him to take chances that he doesn't want to take. Yeah. Like bring in somebody that that's just crazy for you to fight. Like. Sinister or something big, some big X-Men villain mm-hmm. that's like, whoa, that's way too big for these Deadpool movies. He needs to be fighting somebody from his personal background or something like that that makes a little more sense. But do you think Disney would ever cross Deadpool into other... other? Um... My next question, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I don't like that idea because he's so much more edgy than anything else. Yeah. I don't want him to pull Disneyland down and the kids having fun and playing with Mickey Mouse toys draw them into a darker world that it yeah. has his kind of comedy in it they should i would separate him like you're saying have a separate uh title that it, it falls under so that could be competing with the dc black label it could be their dark edgy you know interesting yeah. scary stuff that doesn't have to interrupt or alter or modify the family vibe of disney and disneyland and how they all so yeah that that opens up a few questions here okay so first off you have disney plus would deadpool ever be on disney plus i wouldn't i'd keep it separate yeah i think it can go on their hulu because yeah. they own hulu now and they're, they're gonna try to put all the fox stuff on hulu or or, or sell a uh 
different subscription that has you know Disney's darker adult content that's under they, a different they, name. They intention they intentionally let, they want to keep Louie around for that. Yeah, that's okay. where you're gonna get your Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, there it's you go. crazy to think that Disney owns It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, that's but awesome. now they do. I'm glad. Yeah, they got money. I'm waiting keep for the going. funny. I'm waiting for the Philadelphia episode where they talk about that. Yeah, I love that. Show oh yeah, so they much. should do a trip to Disneyland. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> They're in California again. Oh man, that. Trying to sneak in. This is a total side thing, but did you have you seen the latest season of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? I think so. You know the Boggs trip that they do? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see the remake that's all women? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I was, I was laughing so hard in that. It was so great. I love yeah. D. Anyway, so <laughs> back on track. Yeah. Deadpool is a Marvel character. Mm-hmm. How will he interact with the MCU? Uh, so I wouldn't want him to get pulled all into the to the. Avengers at MCU, but like how they have Spider-Man as kind of a satellite character, mm-hmm. that's probably good to do with him or just him and Spider-Man have a separate, you know, he's they, part of the Spideyverse and not- They work very well together in the comic books. Yeah. yeah. So keep him as part of the Spideyverse and not necessarily the Marvel MCU. Yeah. I don't know. That would be a good way to detach him and still have that cross-promotional- But how will advantage. they introduce each other? You know, will we ever have a moment where essentially- Deadpool has to do something with any of the Avengers or something like that. I don't think we should because I like how Avengers is family friendly and and you Deadpool's not. Yeah, I would keep them separate, but it's it's up to them whether or not they think it would be worth whether it would make enough money to be worth it. Because like we're seeing, um, uh, Black Widow is a little bit darker too. The new movie yeah, coming it, out it's looks like a the spy more, thriller. Yeah, yeah. So it's like if they want to start creeping that way to make it more, you know, for older kids or adult content, that's cool, but. I don't. I don't want it to ruin what's already been built and and put in for kids. You don't. I don't want to get to the point where kids can't just watch anything on Disney. Well, okay, I I agree with you on that, but I also like that they're doing that because I want I want Marvel to be around forever, right? Yeah. I want these. I want the MCU to exist forever. Yeah. And the only reason, and and I want to enjoy it. The only way that's going to happen is if they diversify what is MCU. Yeah. And yeah. MCU has to evolve with the generation that's. Well, not even it's, that. They need to offer a plethora of different options. So, mm-hmm. for an example, Winter Soldier was a really good spy thriller. Yeah. And I think Black Widow will also be a really good spy thriller. Mm-hmm. It happens to be an MCU movie. Ant-Man, to me, feels like a family comedy mm-hmm. more than the rest of the movies. That's your family comedy movie. Yeah, they have that, like a spy show, too, right? Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah. yeah. So, that's another one. Yeah, so I, I'm fine with them diversifying. It's just... How will Deadpool work with that? I saw a really interesting idea on uh, online people were talking about where Deadpool was going around and removing people from the MCU. So like side characters that will never bring back, you know, uh, General Ross, something like that. You're not going to use General Ross anymore. So you have Deadpool go assassinate General Ross in his movie. It'd be mm. a fun way to kind of bring him into the MCU and he's just taking out characters you're never going to use again. Yeah. You know, so that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. It'd be kind of funny if they thought he was a villain, you know, at some point. Yeah. So they're like trying to find him or you see it from his perspective that he's being, you know, hunted by by somebody from Marvel or something yeah. like that. And then... I'd like to see him try to fight the Hulk and stuff like yeah. that. would be fun. Then they interact. And then he's and... singing the song to Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they, they've got know. some options here. Okay, last bit of Deadpool <clears throat> speculation here then. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're talking about the Avengers Campus is a new attraction coming to uh, Disneyland in LA yeah. or Anaheim. And um, will there be any section do you think it would be fitting? If you were to make a Deadpool part of that, what would it be? So that's the same, that's the same problem I have is Deadpool is is dirty and edgy and vulgar and it's great for adults like us but I wouldn't want a 10-year-old kid going in there and you know hearing the stuff that comes out of his mouth so if you want that to be in the the Disney world 
at all, I would put it under a separate title or like if you want it at a park, put it in California Adventure or Actually, something detached. Actually, I think all of Avengers Campus is in California Adventure. Oh, okay. There you go. Just keep So it is. A, it's funny that California Adventures, you do feel like you're adding about five years. Yeah. It's to, a little bit It's the teenage and up kind of. Yeah. Like, five, Mom, I'm uh, a California Adventures kid now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I would like to see him get like a... Uh, a, a like the beer garden kind of thing yeah treatment where you go in and it's that bar that they get the contracts from mm-hmm. that'd be kind of a fun little attraction and it'd be so easy to always have somebody who's in his bodysuit just walking around doing selfies with everybody yeah because that, oh, that would, would be, be his vibe that's the thing he would be very fun with selfies yeah oh man that'd, that'd be, be cool funny. how much would it cost to get ryan reynolds to do that <laughs> i wonder <laughs> if he would just do that for a couple of days here and there yeah. oh that'd be so cool mm-hmm. all right so that's deadpool guys uh and that came from uh matt uh donnelly from variety.com the information for that one all right I'm so excited for this, gentlemen. Uh-oh. We have confirmation that we are getting the second season of The Mandalorian this year. Nice. Okay? It's going to be in fall. Mm-hmm. John Favreau confirmed it by tweeting out a picture of a Gamorrean, which is the... Okay, so they're really hard to explain. But they're basically the pig people that were the guards for Jabba in um, oh, yeah. Return of the Jedi. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're like big green pig people. Okay. Now, what could that mean? Is he bring people have been speculating, and there's some sources that are saying that he's bringing in characters from the the main storyline, the main Skywalker storyline. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's my question to you: Who would you want brought into the Mandalorian? Make sure that they're like a real side character. So that's one thing that I love about Star Wars is they have just open ended. They they never try to you know step on their their own path again. Yeah. So in like the newer Star Wars movie, we've seen m- so many different species that it's like. If you've seen that species before, it was like in the background, kind of somebody just last minute threw together a costume because yeah. they wanted another head in the room. And then sure enough, now it's it's developed into like a bigger And I love being character. introduced to a new species. Like, oh, that one breeze out of that place. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just, it's just so creative for them yeah. to have to keep thinking of different ways for these. Like that tiny little guy that fixes the the droid. Like, it's like, that's he was adorable. so funny. Yeah. And I, I liked, uh, what was his name? Dio, the new droid. I know I'm the only person of our podcast oh, so far. Dio, right? I think it's Dio. Dio. It was like a conehead. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> he like, backs away from everybody. He uh, actually speaks speaks English and yeah, is on a anyway, wheel. I like how he does like one like small phrase at a time. Like, yeah. friend, sad. <laughs> like, yeah. he's just very plain. Yeah. He emotes. Yeah. Um. So, what creatures would I want to bring in though to the Mandalorian? I don't know. I just I don't necessarily want to repeat any anybody specific. Just keep creating new new creatures. I mean, it'd, it'd be cool to tie in some of some. Like the huts, like tie-in characters yeah, that yeah. were from the main stories. The huts would be a good one because there, there's so many, so many more than just Jabba. Yeah, like Jabba's just one very small facet yeah. of the huts. Because they're that a massive lifestyle. mob family that controls that part of the quadrant, right? Yeah, and so. and you know, so there's like the older public version of the huts, which I really liked from the, the uh, uh, video games. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a cool one to bring in where they literally have like mob meetings and stuff. Yeah. And the, I mean, the Mandalorian is an assassin, a part of Assassin's Guild. Of course, the huts would use assassins to take out people when they needed. So yeah, I imagine we'd see that kind of connection but yeah as far as specific races don't i wouldn't care to see any kind of alien we've seen before just keep creating new ones or yeah i would uh, like for them to bring in like the pirate king that was in clone wars i can't remember his name but he's a pirate king and he's so freaking cool i can't remember his name now (laughs) and then of course i'm just gonna throw this out there because Um, it would be my dream yeah darth maul oh yeah i mean That'd be cool. It was, in Clone Wars, they brought him back to life, They right? brought him back, and I haven't seen all the Rebels. I have a feeling he's not around anymore because uh, of the Rebels. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but I, it would make sense that Asaka would have taken yeah. him out. That'd be cool to, to show his... Uh, well, isn't there... Isn't there? I want to say there was a movie or a series that's being created to show his origins or his species origins. 
I don't know of that, but I am very down for it. Yeah. Maybe if it, it doesn't exist, let's write it. Right. Maybe I'm thinking of years ago when we were talking about The Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I could have swore there was something that was going to explain uh, where his people are from. Uh, but yeah, that'd be cool. Though. Him versus Maul would be amazing. Okay, last little bit. Mm-hmm. What What do you think is going to happen in the next season? Um, we have a couple of big questions like mm-hmm. Yoda. Now he's he's trying to find Yoda's people. What will that lead to? What will he do with Baby Yoda? Yeah, because he wants to take Baby Yoda on as his apprentice Yeah, to an extent. But he's also like finding his own new moral compass that he never really saw before. His own new clan. Is yeah, because his, his people are almost extinguished. Mm-hmm. By the way, those watching on on YouTube, I hit the thing right again, right there. Yeah, Mando and and IG Eleven won those during our uh, white elephant during Christmas party. Yeah. yeah, God, I don't know. I'd have yeah. to like. <laughs> I would like to see <laughs> if there's any chance. Again, this is just total wish fulfillment here at this point. Uh-huh. Uh, could we see a baby Yoda trying to become a bounty hunter? Mm. I mean, will he get his own helmet? There's maybe he'd want to become a Mandalorian because that's a, a Kree and not a race we find yeah. out in this last episode. Or that was, I mean, as, as a, cool. just like a, a Star Wars fan, but not a Star Wars, like real big fanatic kind of fan. Yeah. Uh, which I know is the same thing. Um, that was a big surprise to me. I was like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. You know? So that means, you know, it doesn't matter. You're not born into it. Like we've seen in the previous Star Wars movies yeah. that, you know, it's not necessarily who you are, but what you do kind of thing. So anybody can be a Mandalorian if they have the devotion, I guess, to it. Um, but so I, Yoda or baby Yoda, baby Yoda, we got to learn his species and more about who he is and where he comes from. That would yeah. be phenomenal. To, the species doesn't have a name. It is. Yeah. He's just a baby Yoda, Yoda because he's, yeah. yeah, looks like Yoda. Mm-hmm. Um, so to find a little more backstory about them would be great. But as far as we know, they're all born with the force and they're all born purely light. There's yeah, no, they, they're only light side force. Yeah. So there's no evil Yodas. Mm-hmm. So of his species. So uh, to be a Mandalorian would be, or to be a bounty hunter would be to go and kill for money. Mm-hmm. I doubt a light force user would have the moral. That's a good point. Uh, whatever you would call it. Eventually he would stray away from that. And another thing too is, uh, you know, Mando's life will be expired before he's out of his teens. Yeah. Know? So he'll so, always be a child. With yeah. him. And that's another thing. It'd be really nice to learn how this species evolves because- after 50 years, he's still a baby. So does he stay? Does he age our time divided over hundreds Maybe of years? Maybe he has a growth spurt becomes an adult. That's, like after if, he wakes up like, oh, my knees hurt. I'm growing yeah, so fast. You would think, you know, in first 10 or 20 or 30 years, he would he'd be, you know, a full adult and then stay, you know, middle mid-aged until he's 700 and then yeah. gets really old and dies. But What are your thoughts on the Darksaber that was revealed at the end? I think that's just a Disney selling stuff. Well, hold on. Money. Have you seen Clone Wars? Oh, no. Is Dark that Saber is a is an established thing. It's uh, actually like from the Mandalorians. Mm. Uh, it was, I want to say the first Mandalorian Jedi got a Dark Saber. Really? Yeah. How, okay. How do they they make it from the same crystals though? No? I don't, dude, I don't remember, but I remember just watching the, the Clone Wars and be like, that's amazing. And then like I did research at the time because I was like, that is the coolest thing I've ever seen. And then when I saw it at the end, I was like, oh my God, they're going full Clone Wars on this. That's yeah. so awesome. So I don't. I mean, I don't know anything about it. The backstory okay. would be interesting, but I think it'd be cool if, because it's a dark saber, there's no aside from personal appeal and wanting to look like a badass with all black and and dark lightsaber. Uh, I would like to see if it has a 
functional? It does actually. I think it like takes in the light. Like it actually it absorbs light. absorbs the lightsaber kind of thing. Like when it hits a lightsaber, I think it fucks. Oh, it's up. like uh, dark matter, negative energy. Yeah, I have to look into it more. People who are real Star Wars fans, they're screaming. They're at like, their... "Why do I listen to this podcast? Yeah, you guys never know about Star Wars stuff." Just tweet us, educate us, please. Educate us, yeah. But what I'm thinking is, it'd be cool as an assassin's lightsaber because yeah. you can slip it out at night and nobody would see the glowing energy. It would just be just darkness cutting through. And I do like that it's actually like blade shaped. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's freaking cool. It's interesting. Yeah. All right. Next up, Uncharted loses another director. So Uncharted, of course, is based off of the video game series. Mm-hmm. Sony's been trying to make this for several years. Uh, they keep going through directors and actors. They had a whole like variety of different people they were going through. Finally, they settled on Tom Holland, Spider-Man's Tom Holland, which is awesome. I think he's going to be really good for the role. A little young, but by the time they actually get around to making this, he'll probably be in his 40s. I feel like Sony's going through a rocky path right now. Like They're really struggling to, to get Sony a good... films, man. Especially, like don't touch anything Spider-Man, yeah. Like honestly. Uh, yeah, so the script has already been written, and it's by Rafi Junkins, mm. uh, Art Maka... Uh, Sorry, Malcolm, Markham, Markham. Maybe way easier to just say Markham. Hmm. And then uh, Matt Holloway, uh, Art and Matt work together all the time. So Rafi in the past, he's done Chuck, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., mm-hmm. and he's currently working on The Wheel of Time. So hopefully he does well with that. Yeah. Uh, Art and Matt have both made the first Iron Man, which was easily their high point. Then they went on to make Transformers The Last Night, meh. And then Men in Black International, also meh. And are working on Masters of the Universe. So that'll be pretty interesting to see if they do the good with that. Uh, producer Charles Roven told Deadline that the film will be an origin story for Nathan Drake, the main character from Uncharted. Mm-hmm. Uh, and director Travis Knight... Oh, so the, this director, Travis Knight, uh, he left the project. He's the sixth director now mm-hmm. to be attached and then leave. And his last project was Bumblebee. Did you watch Bumblebee? Yeah. How'd you like it? It was all right. It was it was probably a lot better for like a young kid family movie. Yeah. But it was uh, it was not bad. Better than the, you know, the latest Transformers. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, he apparently left because Tom Holland wants to uh, put his focus on the new Spider-Man coming out on July 16, 2021. And this created a little bit of a scheduling change. Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay, we'll bump things a little bit so that you can focus on Spider-Man. Uh, Travis Knight no longer can work within that schedule. And so he had to leave. Currently, Uncharted is expected to come out December 18th, 2020. But that's likely to be delayed because, I mean, they're, you just changed director and you're coming out this year. There's yeah. no way. Have you played Uncharted before? Nope. Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of give you an idea of what it is. Nice. What? Okay, let me give you an idea of what I want the movie to be. Okay. Okay. Think of this as the '90s Mummies movies. Oh yeah, I like those movies. Those are good, solid action movies. Especially the first one. The second one was okay. But well, but even the, the second one, one was... was still pretty good. Not yeah. bad, you know. Yeah. Kind of what we're getting with Jumanji, but less family. You haven't seen Jumanji, huh? No. I've, the, the trailers didn't even look appealing at all. <laughs> you just watched Spider, or Super, uh, Star Wars, and I think the movie you've seen before that was The Last Star Wars. <laughs> you haven't Probably. seen many movies. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, think of like Mummy, maybe a little bit of Indiana Jones feel, Tomb Raider feel. Yeah. The last Tomb Raiders movie I really liked. That was really good. Mm-hmm. So think of that. And they're trying to get this thing out quickly. I think it's a franchise we could really use. I don't know if it necessarily needs to be Uncharted. I think that's what's hurting things. So what is the premise of Uncharted, though? They're they're exploring ruins and stuff? Yeah, it's it's that. Exploring ruins, going through jungles. Think That's what it's going to be. Oh, yeah. You know, it's they're going to be looking for an artifact. It's yeah. Indiana Jones. Gotcha. But, it, you know, it's a lot more... Um, hmm, it's a lot more high amperage version of it. Gotcha. To where they're, like, hanging from a bus. It's about to fall over a waterfall or something mm, like that. Still like, fight, fighting off Nazis? In the process. Well, that's straight up Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> but that kind of exciting. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be a pretty pretty high high level game uh, that we're watching here. Do you think okay, so we have Tom Holland as a director. Is there any is there as an actor, is there any director you'd want to see make a movie like that? Mm, 
No, I don't yeah. really. I don't know a lot of directors. Just you don't yeah, based yeah. on if they picked up somebody like Ron Howard who did the solo film, like who cleaned up the solo films, mm-hmm. he's gonna put out a solid movie that was just gonna be. It's just gonna be good. Yeah, you know, and it won't be great. It won't be anything outstanding. It'll be a well done movie. So I'm thinking Ron Howard might be a good pickup for this. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if they wanted to be like Jumanji, then just get whoever made Jumanji, whoever yeah. directed it. It's going to be a more serious tone than Jumanji, though. Mm. I'm just giving you an example of the motif of that one. But yeah, uh, yeah. you know, I, I personally think Ron Howard is the choice because I think he does a good job of taking control of a production, getting everybody in order, and then just getting the product out. Yeah. And we saw that with Solo. And Solo, whether you guys like it or not, you got to admit that it wasn't terrible. And yeah. for a lot of people, it was a good movie. And I know for me, the first time I saw it, I was like, this thing's garbage. The second and third time I saw it, I was like, no, it's actually not too bad. It's yeah. actually pretty good. I liked it when I saw it, but I think it's because I heard a lot of people say it was, you know, terrible. You went and in then, for low expectations? Yeah. That yeah. makes it, always makes it better. Yeah. All right. So we have two new trailers this week. The mm. first one we're going to talk about is A Quiet Place Part 2. What'd you think of that trailer? That looks amazing. I'm yeah. excited. I can't wait. Yeah. I, I was really impressed with the first one. I I waited a long time until after everybody watched it and got all their grief out and everything uh, to watch it, but I was very impressed. Written and directed by John Krasinski. Is that an yeah. answer or what? Was this one as well? The uh, second yeah. sequel? That's okay. his wife. Emily Blunt's actually his wife, his real yeah. life wife. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that looks amazing. And uh, just from the trailer, you see, we see this a lot of times in other movies. The enemy has changed, just like we saw in Actually Walking Dead, as the zombies were more and more figured out. You learn how to live with them. Then you got to learn how to live with humans again. Yeah. And people are, are turning into the villains, so. That's one of the things I'm a little worried about is we see the villain, we see the like the monsters clearly. And yeah. that's one of the best parts of of scary movies is not seeing the monster. Yeah. So I'm a little worried about that. It's well, the whole Jaws thing. And it, it also looks like it explains the the backstory of how they came or where they yeah. maybe not where they came from, but you know, At what it was like when day. they yeah, when they arrived and how it destroyed mm-hmm. humanity. Um, so I think that's why they're more willing to show it now is the cat's out of the bag. We've seen the creature. It's not so much that suspense. So I think I think that's going to be like the background, you know, story of what's going on is you're still trying to survive these creatures. Yeah. But we're going to see the new villain is the sadistic nature of humans. Yeah. All trying to survive. Yeah. Uh, we have a big addition to me anyways. Cillian Murphy. What do you think of him? He's a guy from Peaky Blinders. Uh, he's Thomas, the main guy in Peaky Blinders. He's oh, also yeah, Scarecrow yeah. and Batman. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I mean, great actor. I He wasn't in the trailer a whole lot so you didn't see yeah his, like, he's the one with the big beard in the trailer yeah but yeah. um I, i'm excited for him i'm, I'm excited for him i'm too. hoping it's more about him than than the same chick as before but we'll <laughs> i'm pretty sure maybe 99 percent of the trailer was her walking yeah, with kids it'll, so. it'll be here yeah um but yeah i really like that sound trap they set up where he yeah. took the wire drops ah, bottles and made noise it's that's like, messed up damn yeah you don't need to kill nobody you just need to make enough noise to draw the creatures to them i want to make sure that this movie is quiet for the most part because yeah. that was such a big part I want to say like the first one. Yeah, like most of the movie, you didn't hear a sound. Well, well the first trailer, I think there wasn't a lot of sound in it too. Mm. It's funny. I just uh, spoke with a person who does radio commercials for a radio station for radio stations down in Texas, mm-hmm. and she was talking about how when they did the Quiet Place one, it was really hard to make commercials for that because you can't you can't have dead air. Yeah. When you have a radio uh, station, you're not allowed. The FCC won't allow you to have like more than a couple seconds of nothingness. Yeah, that was one of the problems. We're like, how do we do a commercial for a Quiet Place, a movie about nothing? How yeah. do we create that ambiance for a second? So they had a heck of a hard time with that. But mm-hmm. it was pretty interesting that you know that's a thing. Um, but yeah, so a Quiet Place coming in um, or two is coming in March. Uh, so right around the corner, we're gonna get mm-hmm. it in no time. All right. So the fir- the next trailer we're looking at is Gretel and Hansel. This is coming out January thirty first. What do you think of that one? That looks creepy. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of like. I, 
it's hard for me to watch scary movies like that. Of course, my wife does not uh, do scary, but <laughs> even even me, I'm kind of getting resensitized to scary oh, movies. God. now. It's, come over here. I love scary movies. Right. Um, but I like that like real dark kind of sinister take on a very classic kids fairy tale. That's the thing I'm most excited about. Yeah. Because it makes sure to say Gretel and Hansel, a grim fairy tale. Yeah. Now, Grimm is the two brothers that wrote most of the fairy tales you guys know today. Mm -hmm. And they were dark. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you think about if you were like quickly brush over some of the main points, like Gretel and Hansel, you're like, oh, okay, well, Hansel and Gretel's the way I remember it. But anyway, yeah. two kids find a house made of candy, and that's the part that everybody remembers. Yeah. Let's not forget that she was cooking and eating the kids. Yeah. Like, that's she was a part. fattening them up with sweets. So it's yeah. like, don't eat too much cake because you're going to get fat enough for the witch to eat you kind of thing. Right. <laughs> and then it's like even like Red Riding Hood, you're like, oh, it's all about Red Riding Hood and stuff like that. Grandma that was eaten by a wolf. wolf yeah. Grandma. So I really hope this is the beginning of a whole series of Grimm's yeah. fairy tales that That'd show like cool. the true story behind them. And there are a bunch of books you can get out now. People are starting to embrace this. Yeah. They're like showing like this is what Grimm fairy tales actually were. So this would will probably be the like launching point if this is a really good seller. If if people will take to this movie, then we'll probably see funding into a whole series of these and maybe a big. Uh, production company will buy it, like Disney's Dark Label or something Orion, like that. Orion does a pretty decent job too. Yeah. I mean, normally, um, but yeah. So you know, like I, I think we we could open up a whole bunch on this one. Mm -hmm. Is there any fairy tales? I'm always gonna ask those questions that are, that right. are stumpy on. Any fairy tales you can think of that you'd want to? I can't even think of any fairy tales off the top of my head. Isn't it funny? Like, yeah, I can't we, even think of. Uh, I read a little red riding and I, I told that's my only thing I could think of at the time. Yeah. I can't think of any. And that one would be cool, like a haunting wolf that's like following this little girl trying to run through the forest. Yeah. And like the whole time you always have this wolf that's on her back, like trying to get her. And then there's this huntsman that's trying to stop the wolf. Would you make it a full on wolf or like a werewolf? Like a half human, a humanoid wolf. You could. Well, I want it to kind of stick close to the actual source material. But in the source material, the wolf can talk to the girl. Oh, and shoot. You're right. Sits in bed and says, you know, and pretends to be the grandma. How cool if that was like her delusions. Like the girl's going crazy, so she thinks the wolf's talking to her. Mm, oh, you can make that a lot darker. Mm -hmm. Put a Joker twist on it. Yeah, I like Joker. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. So we got a couple good movies coming up. I love these new trailers. We've got a new year, new trailer. Mm -hmm. uh, again, so A Quiet Place Part 2 coming out in March. We'll definitely be watching and reviewing that one. Riddle and Hansel, we may review that one, but that's coming out on January 31st. Mm -hmm. Check out what those. Well, I'll add the links to those in the description of the podcast. I'm putting that on my notes right now. <laughs> Okay, now to our main topics for this one. We're going to split this up over two different episodes, of course. Mm -hmm. We got um, our favorite upcoming movies and our favorite upcoming comics. Before I get into like just a list of a bunch of good ones coming out, yeah. what are some of the favorite movies you got coming up? All right, so there, I'm sure there's a ton that I haven't, even grazed over but mm -hmm. I, I was looking online and found some some that look good yeah um the new avatar i'm excited for that because i wasn't excited when the first one came out but went and watched it anyways that it was huge with the cgi and everything it was a really good movie good story so i'm interested to see uh what they do with this new one uh i don't even remember when that last one came out but it's been like six years or something right yeah it's so, been a long time yeah so i'm excited to see that now that we have even better technology they i'm hoping the story's good because he's not only just making another one he's making like three mm -hmm. so i'm hoping it's not just like part one of three really feeling like it's empty yeah yeah, yeah. um there's a a flash origin movie coming out that that looks good hopefully is good i mean i like flash so uh it'd be nice to see an origin movie about him 
Mm-hmm. There's a, a Minions uh, movie, The Rise of Gru. That looks kind of cute. I like Minions. I like yeah. Despic- Despicable Me, but it's like the Minions really took off from that. I think I think people embrace Minions a lot more than Gru and the Despicable Me, you know, franchise. But um, I think this actually might kind of help back Despicable Me more, you know, from Minions kind of thing. But yeah, it, looks, yeah. it looks cute. It looks funny. I like the Minions. They sell well too. Yeah, and it's I didn't realize it's such like a global thing yeah it's not just you know we well that's kind of the nice thing is they barely speak english you know yeah. so it kind of can be you know enjoyed Translated by any everything. yeah you know country um guardians of the galaxy 3 um uh, james gunn's back on it now is but that's not coming out this year no oh, okay no, that oh got yeah pushback. also avatar 2 is, is, is 2021 so oh, okay so yeah. just this year just this year yeah um let's see oh dr doolittle's coming out this month are you gonna watch a couple, that a couple weeks your yeah. wife will be down to watch that at yeah least. that's what i'm thinking thinking is it'd be easy one to get her to go see uh i like i noticed robert downey jr sounds like he has like an australian accent or something in this uh yeah dr doolittle was british i want to say in the oh, books or something okay. like that yeah because i was expecting like his uh eddie murphy version no no um uh, robert downey jr as sherlock holmes oh uh, yeah but it sounds like his accent's They're different working on from that, that too now yeah i'm so excited for that it sounds like it's different from that even yeah uh also i, I don't know when it's going to come out but there's a new green lantern movie in the works so so you yeah you got projects that's like 2025 right there is it it's gonna be a long ways away yeah yeah all right so let's go over some 2020 stuff uh we asked people on twitter what mcu movie they're looking forward to the most Uh all right we had i asked this a couple days ago Uh, we have 142 votes in and the numbers are in guys 22 percent of the people are looking forward to new mutants Mm -hmm. okay uh 28 of the people are looking forward to eternals that's coming out uh, in november Mm -hmm. and then 50 percent of people are looking forward to black widow yeah I'm looking forward to Black Widow though. Spies, thriller. I think it's gonna be good. Yeah, I'm, I hope Black Widow does good. It's just not in my realm of interest. I think. I yeah. Mean, I'm not so much into spy movies and things like that. But I, I think like you were saying yeah. earlier, it is good for Disney to kind of broaden their brand. And some, see, I, I really like spy movies. Mission Impossible's and James Bonds. I don't miss them. Yeah. So I'm really, I'm always excited for a good spy movie. So I don't think it'll be good. All right, so in January, the movies you got looking forward to, The Grudge. They got the remake oh, of The yeah. Grudge coming I watched out. Watch that trailer too. That's just yeah. too creepy. <laughs> that face you made is great. <laughs> Oh man! And then 1917. I liked World War II. Uh, mm. I think this is a World War One movie, actually. But yeah. you know, I like that era of movie of uh, wartime films. We got Bad Boys for Life. That's opening the same time as Doolittle. Yeah, I don't want to see that either. <laughs> All right, you watch Doolittle and tell me how that is. I'm watching Bad Boys for Life, and I'll tell you how that is. Sounds good. I'm happy to see Will Smith and Martin Lawrence back at it again. Yeah, you know what I'm saying those two, the way they yeah. work together, they're oh, funny together. They are. And then on the 34th, we have Gret- uh, Gretel and Hansel. You guys can check that out. Good horror movie. All right, so in February, we have Birds of Prey. Now, this is our first superhero movie coming up. Uh, this is going to be, uh, it's actually called The Birds of Prey and the Emancipation of Har- uh, Harley Quinn. So it's yeah. our Harley Quinn movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you interested in anything Harley Quinn does? Yeah, I mean, I, I actually, I waited uh, at least a year after uh, Suicide Squad came out to watch it. And everybody just said it was just so horrible. I was like, okay, I'm not even going to put that on my list. But yeah. eventually I watched it and I thought it was pretty okay. It was, you know, not not great. I wouldn't have wanted to wait in line to go see it in theaters. Yeah, but yeah. it was worth sitting down and watching it. And a lot of it was because of her performance. She was really good in it. So Yeah, she saved a lot. Of, a lot of people liked Will Smith in that movie. I didn't care for him in that movie I, myself. I didn't care for his character. I don't know if it was his acting or, or I, I think it was more his character than anything. Yeah, the character's but, not my favorite character either. Yeah, so it's like if you're going to put him in there, a you know, big name, you need to either play him up and have him really sell it or play him as somebody who's, you know, easier to sell. Yeah. For those of you guys that are worried, Margot Robbie just came out and said there is absolutely no Jared Leto in this movie at all. Nice. No Joker, guys. No, none of that Joker. Hmm. 
All right. Uh, in February 14th. Okay, there's a big day as well. Because I want to see both these movies, but one of them is easily winning it for me. Yeah. February 14th. That's Valentine's Day, guys. You can go watch Sonic the Hedgehog with oh. the new remade Sonic. Yeah. It looks pretty good. Re, re, uh, sorry, reanimated or whatever. Reanimated, yeah. Essentially, yeah. reanimated. That's not scary, huh? It's like a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> Sonic. Yeah. Uh, or you can go watch The Kingsman. Mm, and yeah. I'm I'm in on that one. I'm good. <laughs> oh my god! That again, a spy thriller, but it's like turned up to eleven. Yeah. Love uh, Kingsman, so this was going to be the prequel to that series. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, last bit in February that's interesting is The Call of the Wild, based on a very famous book uh, you guys probably all read in high school. So mm-hmm. that'd be pretty cool. It's got Harrison Ford talking to a dog up north. Oh yeah 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 yeah. So that'd be pretty cool. I got to read the book to that. It's one of my one of my favorite writers. His favorite book. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I got to read that book then. Nice. In March. We're kicking things off with Pixar. They got Pixar's Onward. Have you seen the trailer for this one yet? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, it's got Tom Holland, so Spider-Man. Yeah. And it's got Chris Pat, which is Star-Lord, yeah. coming together. And they live in a world where it's like fantasy existed back like 200 years before this. And now they all kind of like, yeah, trolls live. They go to they go to school and stuff like that. And like mm. unicorns are kind of like the, or kind of, I was going to say, that's sweet drama. Are kind of like the rats or whatever, or raccoons that are kind of like yeah. just a hassle. Is it kind of like a fairy tale version of Zootopia? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Almost like Shrek. Yeah. Okay, now I'm thinking yeah. about it too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like that. And what's cool is, you know, these two kids, they're teenagers now. Uh, the older one drives for sure. And they're bringing their dad back? They're bringing their dad oh, back to yeah, life. I've seen that. And they have like the staff they can bring him back for one day. And in the process, something happens and they only bring back half of him. So it's just his legs. Yeah. And now they're on a quest to get his le- his, the rest of his body back. Yeah. The older brother, I really I really like him, played by Chris Pratt uh, so far. And he's like, it's a quest. You know, he's mm-hmm. like, he's like, let's do this. It's something they did back in the old days. Like, yeah. you know, like how we would be. But he's like an elf or something. Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty neat. That's funny. That'd be pretty funny. And there's like this griffin that's a waitress at Denny's and stuff. So that'd be <laughs> funny. Uh, also, March, March 13th, we have Bloodshot based off of a comic book. And then on March 20th, we have A Quiet Place Part 2, mm-hmm. a definite watch. Now, March 27th, I'm convinced mm-hmm. that this next movie will be the best live action Disney movie ever. That is Mulan. Oh, that's what was coming out in March. I was saying that earlier. Like, oh, there's something else in March. I can't remember. It's not in my notes. It's because it's a text to my wife. Like, Put it on your calendar. Yeah. I, I know it's 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 a for sure thing. That is one of her two very favorite movies, uh, Mulan and Pocahontas. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited for that though. I like that it's very much not a kids movie to tell a fairy yes. tale story. It's about you know woman empowerment and you know integrity and yeah. And I really like cool. that it's just like look, we're not going to be just be retelling the exact movie again. Yeah, like they do with Lion King. Yeah, this is like it. It will feel like Mulan. Mm-hmm. If you know Mulan, you're familiar with the story, but it's totally something totally new. Yeah, you can tell that they're using a lot of the fight choreography from like a uh, Hidden Tiger. Yeah, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Thank you. I can never remember that name. And I hope they do uh, at least stick close to and try to embrace the Chinese culture in the movie. Yeah, and not super whitewash it with what we're. I think they're embracing it. It looks like that's what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited for this movie. I think this is going to be a surprise hit. I'm going to force Squeaks to go see this. Yeah, because he's like such a old school Mulan loyalist. He's like, yeah, but they're not going to sing. His big complaint is that there's not a talking dragon on his shoulder. Just go watch the movie. It'll be really good. Yeah. Um, and then we have. Uh, on April 3rd, we have New Mutants coming up. That'll be everybody excited about that. Finally, that was like supposed to come out two years ago. Uh, and it's basically the last remnants of Fox uh, version of X-Men. Mm-hmm. Uh, April 10th, we have uh, No Time to Die. So that's the 007 movie. Again, Spy yeah, Guy, so I'm going to be there. Yeah. Right? And it, one thing I like is it, it looks like it's a return to kind of this old school version of James Bond. Mm-hmm. The fonts and the villains, you know, you got a returning Blowfield. And we have the guy, I can't remember his name, I think it's Remy. The one that played... Um, Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody. He's the new oh, villain. Yeah. Okay. So that's going to be cool. Nice. 
Um, May 8th, we have, or so May 1st, we have Black Widow. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. That's going to be, you know, MCU really trying to get Black Widow her own movie. Yeah. Hopefully that does well. May 8th, we have Legally Blonde 3. Did you like the first Legally Blonde? No. I, no? I remember watching the first one, but I mean, we were just kids. But, of course, yeah. Um, yeah, now nah, they're just okay. Yeah. I don't know. Well, you guys can get the third one on May 8th. <laughs> May 15th, we have Scoob. Have you seen that? A trailer yeah. for Scooby. Yeah. It actually looks pretty looks, good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I hate to say I don't want to like be in line at theaters to go see a Scooby movie, but it looks cute. Well, looks no. Funny. So far, the fans know yeah. that you're a big fan of Mulan, Scooby. What was the other one that you... You're going to be watching this Pixar movie. Heck you're yeah. probably going to go see Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> so we have the kid's point of view from Jonathan. Exactly. <laughs> uh, none, yeah. none of the scary movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, my mom said there's too much blood in that movie. I can't watch it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, but yeah, it actually looks really good. So if you guys haven't seen the trailer yet for Scoob, it's, it actually looks pretty fun. I think it's going to be neat. Uh, May 22nd, we have Fast and Furious 9. I'm done with Fast and Furious. I'll catch it on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the SpongeBob movie, Sponge on the Run, they completely changed the animation for this. Yeah. Totally new animation. I know Brody wants to go see it, so maybe we'll see it for that. Yeah. yeah. That'd be cool. Uh, June 5th, we have Wonder Woman 1984. Very excited for this. Mm-hmm. It might actually... No, not might. It is the superhero movie I'm most excited for. Really? Yeah. Because the first Wonder Woman movie was like phenomenal. The last act was okay, but the rest of the movie was very good. Yeah. And this was in the 80s. I love the 80s. Mm. So, I mean, like, perfect. I wasn't that impressed with the first Wonder Woman movie. Why? Myself. What happened? What did you not like? I don't know. Just, <laughs> I think you've opened up a whole new podcast now. What's going on with you not liking Wonder right? Woman? I don't know. It was just kind of okay. It was, I wasn't, maybe I just wasn't excited to see it in the first place. It didn't, didn't yeah. pique my interest and I haven't been thrilled about DC movies lately anyway. So, I was just like, eh, whatever, I'll check it out. But, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't, uh. I don't know. It wasn't a big deal for me, so yeah. hopefully this will change my mind. Maybe I'll go rewatch that one first and then you know, be ready to see the new one. But We're getting one of her best villains in Cheetah coming in this one, so that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Played by Christian Wig, which is an actress I really care for. So, uh, June 26th, we have Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, oh, no. I just saw the trailer again. It, they do a good job with, in the trailer, at least, with the music to get you all pumped up and yeah. stuff. Like, oh man, that'd be so cool to fly in a jet, but I didn't see much of the plot in the trailer that that seemed like it would this be time around i think i saw enough of the plot that made me happy so i think what it's going to be is you got old school maverick trying to teach the new pilots how to be amazing pilots better than the drones cuz drones can you know do what pilots can do for the most part nowadays yeah so i think that's what he's trying to try to show them how to be better than a drone can be maybe yeah, I, I like planes so that might be a beneficial thing but yeah the story wise, you're right. I don't really care for the story part. Yeah. It's another one of those things where I don't want to just see a bunch of explosions and gunshots. Like, hopefully, there's a lot more, you know, depth to the story than yeah. just like, oh, that thing went really fast. That's cool. <laughs> so we'll see. But I do like when they go real fast. <laughs> yeah. But, and, and Maverick, the you know, original movie or Top Gun was, Top Gun, uh, yeah. was huge. So, you know, that people are going to go back just to see it. People, you know, our parents' age are going to go just because they reminisce about the movie. So they don't really have to put so much into selling it yeah other movies uh july 3rd we have free guy and then minions the rise of Gru. Mm-hmm. i'm looking forward to free guy free guy looks pretty good yeah uh, yeah at first i was like oh great now um uh, what's his name ryan reynolds ryan reynolds is gonna be in another one it's probably gonna be like uh deadpool but no it actually looks funny yeah. more family friendly and it's kind of uh not necessarily like ready player one but brings you into that video game world which is Kind of, yeah. Kind of cool. I like one of our Twitter movies. followers brought up a good point. It looks like Lego, like the Lego movie, but for Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, 
Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's cool. Which I like that idea because I don't know if, if you guys agree with me. I'm looking over the camera over there. Um, but at a certain point when you're playing Grand Theft Auto for enough hours, mm -hmm. you got to do it. Everybody does where you try to drive by the laws. You try to walk down the street like oh, a normal yeah. person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm just a, you know, great member of San Andreas right now. You know, yeah. I think it, I think we all have like certain, I don't know, human tendencies that you'll in that game, you'll you know do all the missions. But yeah, once you get bored, at some point you want to play the game. As a regular person, hopefully yeah. you have a house and you can just go, you know, walk, you know, feed your dog and stuff like that. But then you get even more bored and you just want to destroy everything. You try to see how how, how <laughs> much point. how much damage can I do to this world? And so it's like what's well, so funny? Through. That literally just happened to me like a couple of weeks ago in Rock in uh, Red Dead Redemption, another Rockstar game, mm -hmm. where you know I was like, oh, I'm gonna go, I need to catch up some I'm gonna catch catch some food, right? So I had the kids over for a while and they just destroyed my reputation and my money. So I had to like <laughs> go get some more food and stuff like that. So I'm out hunting and I'm camping and I'm grooming the horse and I'm, you know, oh, let me catch this man. Well, let's go. And then eventually I'm like, I'm going to go rob a train. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot faster. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody so. chases me, I'll shoot them down and take their stuff too. <laughs> and did. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah. That's good nice. stuff. And then we got minions as well. Mm -hmm. All right. And then July 10th, we'll go a little bit faster through these. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. So we got the new Ghostbusters. I'm really yeah. excited about that. I mean, this summer is going to be good. We got Purge 5. I know the Purge movies are not great, but I love watching them myself. I'm in every time. July 17th, John, we got two movies coming out. That's it. Okay. First off, Tenet. Tenet looks pretty good. It's talking about yeah. rewinding a little, time. A little creepy, but yeah, it looks cool. The other one's the Bob's Burger movie. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. We had talked about this like a year ago. Didn't even think about it. It's not live action. Is it animated? No, no, animated. Same, yeah. same animation, everything, just a full-on Bob's Burger The movie. thing I remember from our conversation about this when they first announced they were going to do this is I, mm -hmm. I was suggesting that they do a road trip movie where they're going across America. Yeah. Because those, when they're in the car, mm -hmm. reminds me of when they go down to Florida with the family, which is one of their best episodes. Mm -hmm. And then that Christmas one where they end up messing with the the uh, candy cane truck. Yeah. And then it's chasing them down and she's yeah. got the Dutch baby, which is like a pie or whatever. <laughs> she's trying to protect. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, it came out early. Like, oh, a preemie. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I love Bob's Burgers. So that movie's coming up. And I could I could see them doing like something where they lose the business, like them going through the recession. Oh, I, I think their time frame they don't have cell phones that I can remember. Or they maybe do have cell phones, phones, but the real crappy ones. Yeah, they have yeah. A, they have like the flip phone with so the that, time, with the minutes to evolve in the t in the timeline. They can go through the recession, hmm. lose the business, and have to rebuild and maybe move and start a new business. I just assume that. that they're at the same time as us, but that's a good point. Maybe they are like ten years behind. Yeah. That'd Interesting. Be, that'd be cool. I think it makes TV and movies a lot easier to not have modern technology, modern cell phones. Yeah. Be like early internet or pre-internet. July 24th, we have Jungle Cruise. Mm -hmm. Looks okay. Yeah. August 21st is nuts because we both have Bill and Ted Face the Music. So it's the new sequel to Bill and Ted. That'll be tight. And Matrix 4 coming out that day. Yeah. That's both interesting. Both Keanu Reeves. Have you, is, is there a teaser or trailer out for Matrix yet? No. Anything? Okay. But yeah, I'm I'm assuming it's gonna be amazing. That's just gonna be. I, I've already mentioned on Twitter we're gonna have to do a Keanu Reeves focused episode on that day. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll, we yeah. also have. Um, he's in a new game coming up called Cyberpunk 2077 coming out this year. Nice. And there's something else he's doing. Oh, he's in the new SpongeBob movie. Yeah. And there's even something else. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, a big Keanu Reeves year. He'll be man of the year times. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be crazy. Yeah. I kind of want to see uh, so a Matrix movie after we've gone. I, I don't know, remember how long it's been since the last one came out, but technology has just continued to evolve rapidly. Yeah. So I wonder what different dynamic that'll that'll have in that movie. What happened to Neil? I want to see what happened with him too, because yeah. he got taken into like you know absorbed into the internet, right? Yeah, I pretty think much. So. Yeah, I think he's now part of Yahoo. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, we have September fourth. We got a new Monster Hunter movie or 
the Monster Hunter games getting turned into a movie, essentially. October mm-hmm. 2nd, we have Venom 2. Did you watch the first Venom yet? Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. What, are you excited I'm, for a sequel? I liked it, yeah. Yeah. The sequel is supposed to have Carnage in it, I believe. Yeah, it should be. And I think Woody Harrelson's the one playing him. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah, that'll be exciting. October 16th, I'm really excited for this. Snake Eyes and Halloween Kills. So Halloween mm. Kills, I believe, is a sequel to Halloween. Like, uh, oh, really? Yeah, Freddy, with Mike Myers. Or, yeah, Mike Myers. Yeah. Uh, and then Snake Eyes is based, it's a spinoff. It's going to be on the G.I. Joe character, Snake Eyes. Oh, so that'd yeah. be really cool. I liked, I liked G.I. Joe's a lot growing up. Well, that, I wonder if that'll be in the same, like, if be associated with the G.I. Joe movies that came out a few years back. It might be, and that's going to be a shame. Yeah, because wasn't there, I think there's was two of them. There's right? two of them, yeah, yeah. yeah. First one was okay. The second one was garbage. <laughs> and so Maybe this will redeem them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a good standalone movie about a freaking ninja is awesome. Let's go with that. Let's go with Snake Eyes. Yeah. Fighting with his brother and stuff. That'd be neat. Uh, November 6th, we have Eternals, which is a huge MCU project. Yeah. Uh, if this goes well, this opens up a whole new world. Yeah. So uh, it's really important that this one does well. This opens up the floodgates even more. So yeah. like just like Guardians of the Galaxy, like, okay, if Guardians of the Galaxy goes well, then we can open up the whole Space. cosmic world. Yeah. This one opens up the old gods. And, well, I'm hoping not mix up DC right now. But anyways, it opens up a bunch of stuff, the yeah. mythology and stuff like that. So that'd be really cool. Yeah. Uh, we also have on November 20th, we have Godzilla vs. Kong. I'm not excited about that. I've never liked Godzilla movies, period. Really? Uh, yeah. I don't know what it is. It's just like, yeah, animals are fighting, and oh, yeah, the animals are, you know, uh, the size of our planet kind of thing. They're yeah. huge. But I mean, there's nothing we can do to interact with them. Nuke them, yeah, but I mean, that's about it. We destroy our entire civilization in the process, so it's kind of Well, and redundant. he's made of, like, nuclear power, so. Yeah. You can't nuke them, I don't think. I don't know. It'll just make them stronger. Yeah. So that'll be interesting to see. <laughs> uh, December 18th, we have Coming to America 2. Yeah, Dune is coming out then too. I gotta watch Dune. That's based off of a good book, which made his first movie. Oh, I gotta see. I gotta yeah. see all that. Isn't it from the, the first movie from like the eighties, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But the, I guess I it's all it. based off of a book that's supposed to be really good. I have so much to read. And what I need, I'm hiring this now, guys. I'm looking at you, camera again. Mm-hmm. I need an assistant that'll sit next to me, make sure my coffee cup is always full, and reading me books. Please read <laughs> me all the books I need to catch up on. All right. That'd be great. Somebody to manage your time. <laughs> Can I get a time manager, please? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Siri does a lot of I'll buy you. you. I'll pay you in beer because I have beer and I have coffee. Yeah. Okay. And then December 23rd, we have a Tom and Jerry movie and a Croods 2. You remember Croods 1 no. with a caveman? Oh, yeah. Did that sell? Did they even... I liked it. <laughs> did that even go to theaters? It did, yeah. Okay. So you're not looking forward to that? No. I think, I, it, had, I think it had Nick Cage in I it. I didn't even watch it, though. It just it's looked actually so not bad. bad. It's, yeah. actually, it's actually kind of good. It looked like a... Oh, maybe did it, it came out around the same time as Moana, didn't it? Oh, well, okay. Yeah. I think that's I think what it, it was. In Moana, like, yeah. boom. It they looked so good. similar. So it's like, am I going to see the caveman one or the, you know, Hawaiian chick? With music, they can't leave my brain forever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's some of the best music. Yeah. But yeah, those are the movies coming up. Uh, what's what's your biggest hitter out of this that you really look forward to the most? Oh, shoot. I don't know. We just went over a long list. I forgot them already. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, for me, it's got to be Wonder Woman 1984. And then I'm really looking for the new James Bond. Yeah, Mulan. Um, Mulan's my favorite so far. Oh, Mulan. I'm looking forward to that yeah. a lot. That, that Keanu Reeves weekend, that'll be insane. Yeah. Yeah. That's just going to be all Keanu all the time. And so that'd be pretty cool. We got a lot of good movies coming up. Yeah. Next up, we're going to be going over some of the big uh, comic books I'm looking forward to. All right, so I got a lot of this information from whatculture.com because I don't know about you, but when I want to read a new comic book, I go to a comic book shop. Yeah. I go to my local comic book shop. I talk to, so I either go to Launchpad in, in Galt if you, or in Lodi if you guys live in Northern California. In Lodi, comic book shop called Launchpad, mm-hmm. very knowledgeable people over there. Or I'll go up to Oblivion up in Sacramento, which yeah. is cool and it has a little cafe in the middle of it, which is also awesome. Mm-hmm. 
A good toast. I haven't had the toast yet. Is it a good mm-hmm. toast? Mm-hmm. Okay. Aladdin McCain. You should have brought me some toast. I know. <laughs> so I did some research on this and went to whatculture.com. Uh, first up, we're going to be talking about Thor. So uh, we have a new writer for Thor. This one is Donnie Crates. The reason this is such a big deal is uh, the last writer had him for seven years. Mm. Okay. So I'm going to read a little thing from uh, What a Culture. Uh, Thor has a new writer, Donnie Crates. Crates previously worked on Venom and Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. He is taking over for Jason Aaron, who had uh, Thor for seven years. After Aaron's run, the Ten Realms are at peace. From uh, what we've seen from Crates so far, he is bringing back Beta Ray Bill. Sif is getting a big storyline. And uh, we have a new threat called the Black Winter. Uh, it's coming to Asgard to challenge the new king. Crates uh, had told comicbook.com that he wants to make this new Thor like Norwegian black metal, like the music. Really? Yeah, and he looks awesome now. Wow. Like his 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 clothes have like the galaxy in them and stuff like that. It looks really cool. Hmm. I'm thinking so, like a Death Clock Thor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like a Death like. Clock Thor. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, I'm excited for a new writer to try out Thor. The last ones did really good, but you know, this one's gonna be really cool. That sounds awesome. Yeah. And I'm I love Beta Ray Bill, so I'm happy Beta Ray Bill is back. Mm. And uh, Sif getting her own uh, a big story would be pretty interesting. Yeah. Did you like Sif in the movies? She's the one with like, uh, you know which one? The, she, she was the leader of the. Uh, God, I think like, it's like the Knights of Three or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I can't remember. Who, yeah, but yeah, yeah. She was cool, cool yeah. character. So she's gonna get a big story, and then we have something called the Black Winter, which just sounds metal. Yeah. So maybe Thor's getting all metal. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully it's good. I like. I like the from not the comic. I didn't read any of the Thor comics, but the from the movies. I like the first Thor originally because he was so regal and he was kind of funny, but more. It's true. More, I don't know, respectable, honorable, you know, royal yeah. regal. Uh, but then in the later movies, he's more like grunge and you know, uh, slob and kind yeah, of. Yeah, the, the comedy in Thor in the first movie was all about him not knowing about stuff. Yeah, being so it changed quite a bit after but, he learned things. Yeah. So hopefully they don't, you know, make him a lower brow character. Well, well, comic book Thor is quite a bit different. Yeah. You know, his personality and stuff like that. Um, I loved Thor back when I was a kid reading, just discovering comic books Mm. uh, because I really liked mythology. Mm. And so it fed into that. Uh, And this is going to be the first time I'm going to be stepping into Thor again Mm. with this with this new writer and stuff like that. The idea of a black metal Thor sounds freaking cool. Um, So I'll be checking that out. Yeah. It's always good to have a new comic book run of something so you can get into it again. Yeah, start it from the beginning. Yeah. The and new Loki that came out, it only had like five runs the last year where it was so entertaining. I really enjoyed it. Nice. Next one we're talking about is Star. This is a brand new superhero, okay? Mm-hmm. A completely new super... By the way, I said I had gotten these from What a Culture. I actually wrote these, but with information from What a Culture. Because uh, the grammar's real bad and I don't want to blame them. <laughs> so, <laughs> <Gotcha>. <laughs> it's, it's my bad. Anybody who follows us on Twitter knows that I cannot do grammar for the life of me. Uh, okay, Star, a completely new superhero uh, that was introduced in Captain Marvel number eight in July 2019. She was a villain that was siphoning Marvel's uh, powers to give herself the power. Uh, she is eventually defeated and locked away in the raft, which is like their jail, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of the comic, we see that she has the reality stone inside of her. The first book will pick up right after those events and is coming out January 8th. So this week that nice. I'm putting this out. Yeah. What do you think about a brand new superhero? I think that's the best thing we've done in a while. Yeah. There's a lot of good stories that have been told and can be retold over and over again. And that's cool. People love it. I can't wait to see Mulan again. But it's nice to have fresh content, something new. And it doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to nail it every time. Superman 
you know, wasn't the first comic book ever written. Yeah. There was a lot of comic books out or Spider-Man. There was a lot out before them that failed, but you just need to keep putting out that new content to see what people really relate to and grasp on. And then you, you never know. You might like the Iron Man movie was the first big superhero movie to come out for a long they time. They took a chance. Iron Man was not a big character. Yeah. You know, they, it would have been smarter to go with Spider-Man. Yeah. So or, or whatever. Creating a, a new America. a new superhero, you know, you might just stumble on gold that yeah. everybody falls in love with. So. And her, her just side thing, her costume looks freaking awesome. Yeah. It's nice. cool. It's like the cape like bleeds into it and like flips colors and when it goes down, it's really cool. Mm. So um, I think it's, it's, it's cool to have new superheroes that's fully endorsed by one of the two big houses, yeah. which is nice. You know, it's not just an indie comic that's coming up with it, which indie comics, don't get me wrong, are phenomenal. Yeah. But we also need to have the big boys bring in some new guys, too, because yeah. they have the funding to really kind of make it a splash. And I wonder if we'll ever get to the point that some of the big name heroes that are in all of our movies and stuff like that, if they'll actually, like, die, die off. Like, because I mean, you can't just keep building, like, your Avengers well, team. Yeah. You can't keep growing your team all the time. But if the Hulk dies... They'll, they'll stable them. They don't ever... I mean, like, look, okay, first of all, superheroes die all the time. They yeah. just come back. You know, Lazarus yeah. pits all day. But what they'll do is they'll stable them. Like, oh, so for, if you're in East Thor, yeah. for an example, Thor is now going to reign over Asgard for uh, for a moment of peace. Mm. And then they'll just stop making the Thor mo- uh, comics for a while and they'll start working on others. So yeah. they just kind of stable them. And then at some point when you need like an oh shit moment, you're like, and then lightning in. came down and Thor came out, you know, yeah. God of Asgard yeah. or King of Asgard. They'll do something like that. Mm. But... um. Yeah, because they don't want to like totally just delete the whole yeah, Thor or yeah. Hulk or whatever, you know. But it'd be good at least to do that then, like you're saying, stable them for a while so that you can kind of put away some of your bigger characters and build up some new ones. Exactly what the movies are doing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's good. I like it. You know, because we're not getting... It's not like Iron Man's gone forever. Yeah. We're going to get Ironheart at some point. You know, mm. we're going to get a new Iron Man at some point. Yeah. Okay, next up I'm really excited for Clash of Kings. So this is uh, volume two. So this is the comic book version of the... Uh, Song of Ice and Fire. This is, you know, Game of Thrones, right? Mm-hmm. We're getting the second volume of Clash of Kings. So this is the second volume of the book. So this, sorry, this is going to be the second half of the book in comic book form. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clash of Kings is one of my favorite of all the books. They're all really good. Yeah. But Clash of Kings is a really good one. It's when you have like the battle of the five kings. Mm-hmm. When you got Rob Stark out there kicking ass. I'm going to say ass on this one. <laughs> uh, it, I, oh, I love, I love this part because it, it literally is like, uh, Tywin Lannister, like, what are we going to do with this upstart punk from the north? Yeah. Rob Stark, who the rumors say rides on his wolf. Like, it's so freaking awesome, you know? Nice. So how, how is the art in this series? I have the first series. I'll, I'll show you the first one. Oh, okay. Uh, it's done pretty well. It's done It's done well. It's got kind of like a gringy mm-hmm. art style, kind of like um, heavy shading and stuff like that. Oh, okay. But it feeds well into that world. Hmm. And it's, I mean, it is just, it's really straight from the books. That's it's cool. really cool, yeah. Nice. It's a really good way if you're... If you if, like that world, but you don't yeah, read novels often. Exactly. That's where I'm at. And it's so hard to say, because like, George R. or uh, uh, Game of Thrones is written with that old English, heavy, yes. detailed book. It's so hard to read. Well, they're phenomenal, but they, they take a long time to read. Yeah. People know when I get into a new Game of Thrones book, don't bother Frank for six months. He's busy <laughs> reading. <laughs> I know for some of you guys are like, well, that explains the grammar thing. But, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but I, I oh, really, man. it's because of every detail in the book is just like, oh my gosh, so the green tasted like that? That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm just blown away by everything. Yeah, but it's really cool. Last comic book I want to make sure to talk about is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Janika. Uh, so TMNT, if you guys didn't know this, for some reason, uh, TMNT actually started out as a comic book. And mm-hmm. it was kind of like a, an adult-leaning comic book. It wasn't meant for kids, really. Yeah. Then they got the shows and they got the movies. 
Well, the comic book's been going strong lately, and they like had a crossover with Batman. It was really cool and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, in the latest comic books, what had happened was they're fighting the Foot Clan. One of the Foot Clan members gets hurt to the point of almost dying. Mm-hmm. Leonardo gives her a blood transfusion, and she ends up getting morphed into a turtle. Nice. So now we have a former Foot Clan. This is going to be our first female turtle, and she is ruthless. She's like the most hardcore of all the turtles. Nice. Yeah, she's really cool. And now she's getting her own standalone comic book series. I'm getting this for sure uh, because I haven't actually had a chance to sink my teeth into any TMNT comic books. Yeah. They have the coolest art style too. That's like the the TMNT comic book stuff is like, that is grungy. It's like dark, <laughs> also with a heavy shading and stuff like that. And it's all really cool. And she's got like this like fist thing with spikes on it. Oh, it's like yeah. her weapon. So it's yeah. like really cool looking. Uh, those are coming out February 19th. I'm picking Who those up. That? There's somebody in Mortal Kombat or something like that that uses those those uh like wolverine claws that attach yeah. to your, your uh wrists. i think vega from street fighter does maybe that yeah, it's kind of like that but a little like less crazy i gotcha but yeah so that's so those, those are the comic books i'm looking forward to the most this year nice. uh of course there's gonna be some more that come along the way but i'm definitely getting all three all four of those series and, and we'll be continuing those mm-hmm. any of those interest you all of them they yeah sound good. yeah uh, they're pretty good i need to i need to i have a hard time of finding time to just sit and read like you know i just got the third saga book the book that has a bunch of the comics together and uh i haven't even cracked it open yet i wanted to reread at least the last chapter from the second book before i get into it but i just am terrible with my time yeah so. it's funny because with comic books it's like oh yeah i gotta get around that i gotta get around and then all of a sudden you'll start and you're like burst out a ton of pages <laughs> yeah you're like oh you get hooked Once you're, you get started, they get yeah. you yeah. yeah. Call into work for a couple of days just so you can finish it. Yeah. Uh, on that note, we have Flashpoint that'll be this month. We're going to be doing our comic book club for Flashpoint this week, nice. this month. We put it off last month because we had the holidays and the live show. The live show really put us off a couple of uh, weeks. Mm-hmm. So this month, we're going to have a comic book club coming up uh, probably next two weeks. It'll be within the next two weeks, I think. Nice. I'm not sure, but probably. All right, guys, that'll be it for this episode. We'll continue with more of the stuff we're looking forward to this year coming up in the next episode with some more news. All right, see you guys then. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Geek Freaks Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Geek Freaks Pod. We're also on Facebook, Instagram. You can email us. We have our Patreon and a store. All those links are in the description. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you guys next week.